You are listening to We Woke Up Like This, a podcast dedicated to helping you live your best vibe and to help you answer the call to become the highest version of yourself that you can in this lifetime. I'm your host, Reverend Joya, and I am dedicated to the alleviation from suffering and to see the higher self awakened and expressed in every human being. This show shares real-life stories, real-life journeys, practical tools and tips, and my own journey, real, raw, and authentic, of what I am going through to embody my highest version of myself that's calling me forward in this never-ending process. Thank you for joining me. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, beautiful lights and souls. Reverend Joya here to help you live your best vibe. It has been a hot minute since I've done a podcast episode. I've been traveling a lot and I've been working diligently on the launch of my private membership community to bring people more intimate teachings and also offer online and in-person classes of my methodology that I've created that I've been working with a bunch of coach um, clients with that is just blowing my mind and their mind. And I'm going to dive into that a little bit, but First, I want to talk about the ego, because a lot of this book, every morning I've been showing up on the Wisdom app at six o'clock, and I'm reading this book called The Jesus Code by John Randolph Price, who he's one of my favorite teachers. And this book is a download he had that was about that Jesus was giving us a code of ethics of how to live our life, right? And which, of course, I believe that too. I know he was. He was the first fully embodied human with this divine, he fully took on his divine identity in the human body, which we're all capable of doing. And that's what he came here to teach us to do. And this book is about putting on your spiritual identity. And I've shared many times in my conversations on this podcast and on my YouTube channel about the downloaded question that I had that dropped into my consciousness which was what vibration of consciousness do you want animating your body? And now this has become the leading question that I ask all of my clients when we're going to when we're going to work is what's the vibration of consciousness you want animating your body? Because we have a choice in this. We're not set in stone fixed beings. We get to decide who and what we want to be to the best of our design. And what I'm really loving about this conversation that I've been having every morning on wisdom in this code is that it's really all about learning how to mind your ego. And this isn't to say that we aren't supposed to be in the ego or have an ego because we do and we couldn't function on the planet if we didn't. So this morning's conversation on wisdom was about spiritual pride and what that means and what that looks like. And pride doesn't just just have to be spiritual. I have the gene key shadow of pride, but from the gift or the gift from that shadow, I should say, is artfulness and invisibility. And I love the Cidic state of invisibility because it, it, be, it means you become a clear channel for the divine to flow through you, in you, as you, and create as you in the world. But you're still you. And this is the thing. We still have a personality. We still have an ego. We have different 
we have different ego personalities that we put on. And I was talking about that this morning, that we have our work personality and our parenting personality, our spouse personality, or our dating personality. There's all these different selves that we are throughout the day. And if we really pay attention to that, then we notice these changing of the costumes of the ego, if you will. But yet underneath that, there's this core operating system. And it's this operating system that is the vibration of consciousness that you're allowing to animate your body. If we don't have an operating system that we intentionally install and will to use because we have free will, then our ego thinks that it is the operating system. And there's no set thing there. There could be recurring voices, a recurring theme that we have in our life, a pattern that's running in the background. But a pattern running in the background isn't the same as an operating system running in the background. And a lot of the times we're not using our operating system because it's been hijacked with viruses called beliefs and other people's stories, other people's garbage, other people's shit. OPS. <laughs> and we were programmed with all of that and it lives in our nervous system and in our mind, our thinking brain, I should say. And so the work is to reprogram ourselves nearly in our head and our thinking brain and to reprogram ourselves at a cellular level in our nervous system, at the level of our nervous system in our bodies. And this can be done. I know because I've done it and I know because I send my clients on these journeys and it's not easy work. And yesterday I had a meeting with my coach and I was talking about this concept and these concepts of stepping into what it means to step into this next version of self, this next version of being. That now we're going to shed one ego costume and we're going to try on another one. And as we put on another costume, another outfit, another way of being, it feels awkward and uncomfortable and we feel like a fraud at first. It's not us, right? We're trying it out until we become it. And then we have a new edge of growth and on 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 it goes. And so when we adopt this operating system of Christ consciousness or highest vibrational consciousness, God consciousness, source consciousness, universal consciousness, whatever you want to call it, when we adopt this vibration of consciousness as our operating system, we're going to clear out all of those useless old costumes we've been putting on and borrowing that don't serve us anymore. This costume of smallness, it's too small for me. The costume of judgment, the costume of better than. But underneath all of those costumes, there's fear, right? And that fear and that pride. Behind, hiding behind pride is a fear of not good enough, a fear of unworthiness, a fear of not belonging. Not even belonging on planet Earth, perhaps, right? So it's so important for us to know what's running the system. What's running the system? And when we ask and say yes to the higher self, to the nafsha, as Yeshua called it, 
to be the soul force operating in our life, that we have this soul force energy that is directly connected to the quantum field, which is the source. And this is the unifying organizing principle that pulls together a vibration of consciousness that is ours. So when you say yes to operating as source, it's going to, it's going to flow through you to the shape of your design, your divine design, your divine template, which of course I think are your gene keys. It's just like having clay. You have the clay, you have the invisible substance, you have the stuff, you have the energy of the source creator, this raw, pure energy. And how does it filter through the device of you with your voice, your ideas, your creative expression, your love, your passion, your personality, what's important to you, your you-ness. And, and it's going to press out into the field, into the form of things through you in the shape of you as only you can do it. But when we're creating from the original substance of source creator, and we're creating from the ideas that come to us from source, then we are creating what is good, beautiful, expansive, helpful, and good for all. Because what you want for yourself, you want for everyone. Because everyone is also source creator and expression. So to serve other people is to serve source. And it's such a reframe. And when I was talking to my coach about this idea, she said, you know, you're always in communication with it. And that hit me that I was like, oh my gosh, it's not just when I'm consciously in my spaces of meditation or conscious creation, conscious speaking like I am right now, but always when I'm sitting, when I'm sleeping, when I'm vacuuming, when I'm doing the dishes, when I'm mad at my cat, when I'm sitting in traffic, it's always there, humming in the background, sending out your own vibration into this field of consciousness because the universe is consciousness. And there's scientific data that backs that up. I have links to all of these fun, fascinating things on my website because I love science and I'm curious. So we know that the universe is consciousness itself and that we are the creative force in that, on earth anyway. That we're created in the image and likeness of the creator means that we are also creators. And the creator is a triune. You have the creator who does the creative act and then from that creative act come the creations. And we operate the exact same way as above, so below. We are the creator we do a creative act, we have creations. So it's so important to hone in on what's the vibration of consciousness I want animating my body. I think it's the most important question we can ask. And then to check in with how that ego feels about that. <laughs> when you start declaring, this is my operating system, that I am as source is. 
I am an expression of it. I create just like the creator does. I have access to so much power, so much creativity, so much multidimensional, multi-sensory self that I'm not utilizing it. And I will to utilize it. I will to step up into the siddic states, the siddhas of my potential enlightenment in this body, in this lifetime, which are your 11 gene keys. And the ego doesn't just manifest as the grandiose, pompous, arrogant, show-offy, flashy, greedy, all-about-me person. The ego can also show up as, who am I to do this? Who do you think you are? Oh, just go eat some cookies. Worry about it tomorrow. Oh, do that tomorrow. Let's just go Netflix and chill today. Or fear that manifests. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I fail? What if I succeed? It's too much responsibility. All of those are ego stories. Because the energy of source is the I can energy of the universe. And that is the second line in the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic, which I'm launching a course on how to write your version of the Lord's Prayer. And I break down the Aramaic lines and all the potential meanings in Aramaic. But not only that, what they also mean in today's concepts of transpersonal psychology and what they mean in today's concepts of quantum physics and what they mean in today's concepts of metaphysics. And the second line of the Lord's Prayer or the third line, I'm sorry, I'm saying it in my mind, is tete malkutach. And it means come, come. It means come, come to me, fill me now. And it's this energy of this I can energy of the universe. And we have that energy. And, we're, and when we ask, when we say that prayer, prayers are not asking for something we don't have. Prayers are affirming what we already do have. And we're asking for everything that's not it to just be cleared out of the way. So what vibration of consciousness do you want animating your body? If you close your eyes and you ask that question, what vision pops into your mind or what feeling pops into your body? What do you see yourself doing? What do you see yourself feeling like? In, in answering what vibration of consciousness do you want animating your body? And if you say a higher consciousness, I should say, what does that look like? What does that feel like? Where does that live in your body? Where do you feel it? What vision do you have in your mind's eye? What are you doing? What are you expressing as this higher vibrational way of being? And that vision, that higher self vision, that vision of your potentiality, your pure potentiality and expression is calling you forward into a different way of being and a different way of showing up 
in your personality, in your gifts, in your body, through your voice, through your hands, through your eyes, to express and create in a way that only you can express and create. It's so perfectly individualized and individuated. It's wonderful. And that every, get, every day is a gift. And every day is an initiation. Every day are the perfect stepping stones for our growth. Every day are the lessons. Every day is where we stay and do the work to get to that vision that's calling us forward. Because if we already were that vibration of that person, we would already be doing that thing or be who that person is. But we're not. We get, we get to grow. We get to grow some more. We get to grow and express who we want to be. So what is the big daring dream? What is the big daring vision? What do you dare say? What is it that calls you forward that that voice kicks up that says, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to want to do that thing? Who do you think you are to even want that, to say that? And the question is, who are you not to? You are so powerful. We are all here to end the illusion of separation between the ego that thinks it's real, that thinks that this story, this, this small life I've created for myself is all there is. My role as a mom, my role as a wife, my role as a, as a businesswoman, my role as whatever your role is that you're playing, that that's not who we are. Those are just temporary manifestations of the personality ego. And as the personality ego, here's the other thing, right? It doesn't even have to be so much in the doing of anything, but who you are being while you're doing whatever it is you're doing. And I met a man when I was traveling to Egypt and he was the airport lounge. He was the British Airways lounge guy. He worked in there. But every single person that, he came, that came in, he had a big smile. He's like, hi, welcome to the lounge. Let me take you on a little tour. And he, I mean, even though you didn't really need a tour, you just loved it. Where are you from? Where are you going? Awesome. Can I help you with your bags? Can I go get you a glass of wine? Can I get you a champagne? Can I get you a water? Would you like a cup of coffee? Would you like a tea? He was so service-oriented. And he, and he had this energy of really caring. Like he wasn't just putting on airs. He really cared. And so he came over and sat down and talked to me for a few minutes. He came to get my coffee cup. And, and I said, I love your energy. I love your service. It's just so beautiful and so contagious how you care and you serve. And I just want you to know I appreciate it. And he just looked at me straight in my eyes and he said, I love being of service. And he meant it. And then I said, well, I can tell that you do. Thank you. And then he said, no, thank you. And he said, you have pierced my consciousness. 
And I was like, pierced your consciousness. What a great way to say something to somebody who's, who has struck you. And he said, yes, you've pierced my consciousness because you see me and you understand. And I said, I do. And I do. <laughs> and it was such a beautiful lesson in, um, not just in service, but in humility and in showing up in a position of service and doing it with your whole heart. So it really only matters who we're being while we're doing whatever we're doing. So that is the message that I wanted to share today and invite you to take some time to journal that question. What's the vibration of consciousness you want animating your body? What does that look like for you? What does it feel like for you? And it's not necessarily about any kind of doing so much as it really is a, who you're being while you're doing whatever you're doing. And you're doing it authentically and you're letting that love and that light of God consciousness, Christ consciousness, universal consciousness, source creator consciousness flow through you and other people see it. So at this moment, my heart is just so full and so grateful. Thank you for listening. And as always, I invite you to sign up on my website for the occasional newsletter that I send out. I need to be better about that too, which is vibology.com, V-I-B-O-L-O-G-I-E.com. And I'm doing a sacred sounding and embodiment retreat May 19th through the 21st in Sedona, Arizona. I have two spots left. It is an all-inclusive, beautiful, luxuriously delicious weekend in Sedona. We're going to go to Vortexes and sing and drum and dance, be in our bodies and journal, get massages. It's just going to be this whole weekend of just really being in the body and using our voice to attune to the divine outside of us and inside of us and come into that harmonic connection, that resonance that we all have. So if you're interested in that, you can sign up on my website at vibology.com forward slash events. And I'm launching my membership. Finally, the membership is going to include every course I've ever done which will be the, I'm going to have the Aramaic Lord's Prayer in there. I'll have my Be Artful and Mindful course in there on all kinds of things that I'm working up and creating right now. I have a course to go with my book that's coming out, Practical Spirituality, 15 Ways to Bring Heaven to Earth Through the Body. This is all an embodiment practice. It's all about being in the body. The more we are in our body as our higher self, the happier we are, the more joyful we are the more we create heaven on earth. And that's what I want for everybody, not just for me, for every man, woman, and child on planet earth. And I believe it's possible. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next week. And seek to live your best vibe and how that looks for you. Bye. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listened to this podcast. And feel free to send me an email, 
joya at vibology, V-I-B-O-L-O-G-I-E dot com for any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on the show. Wishing you a blessed day. Bye.